When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's go to Newcastle. Barry Tui's on the line as we talk about what's been going on uh, up at the Knights and what's possibly going on. Barry, good morning to you. Maddie, how you going? Good, mate. Just juggling left, right and centre. You know, you know what it's like. I, I want to know, I want to know you, where we're at with the Adam O'Brien stuff. So I was on here yesterday and then Michael Karianis' report dropped that there's a new deal there until the end of 2026. Have they made anything official? Is this exactly what you're hearing as well? Yeah, it's going to happen, Matt. He hasn't signed anything yet. Um, but basically, I think he's agreed to terms. They've got to, obviously, there's probably some bits and pieces that they've got to sort out. But uh, I don't think there's any doubt that um, O'Brien will be the coach until the end of 26, at least. Maybe even an option for 27. I'm not sure where they're at with that. But um, certainly... Uh, this year, which was the last year of his existing contract and the next two for, for certain. So uh, he'll become the highest or the longest serving coach in the Knights history if he can uh, stick around till the end of end of 26. Uh, I think he's, what is he, 96 games at the moment. Michael Hagan, uh, premiership winning coach, holds the record, 155, 154 games. And Mal Reilly, the other premiership winning coach, 98 games, so O'Brien's in some elite company as far as that goes and and uh, yeah, as I say he'll overtake Hagen if he sticks around till the end of 26 So had his best year performance wise or finish wise last year, finished 5th, they made it to week 2 of the finals and of course Kalen Ponga went on that incredible tear, so let's try and break it apart Barry, they could have waited essentially till midway through the season. They could have put a number on him, for instance. Let's get six rounds done and see where we're at. Or they can go in early, and they've chosen to go the early route. Is there any reason why? Oh, I think it was just the way that the team finished and the way that Town responded to the team finishing like they did last season, Matty. I mean, the 10-game winning streak up, up until that point, but there was all sorts of rumours swirling around that um, O'Brien wouldn't see out the season. Um, I think they went into a game, uh, I'm not sure what round it was, but it was against the Bulldogs mid-season in June, I think it was, and, and uh, the Knights were in 14th position and there was all sorts of speculation around that O'Brien wouldn't see out the season. He may have even been sacked if they'd have got beaten by the Bulldogs. Well, uh, I'm not sure that would have been the case, but there was certainly some, uh, you know, plenty of speculation and, and a fair bit of it was pretty accurate that they were... You know, looking looking at other potential coaches at that point of, of time, but then obviously they beat the Bulldogs by 60 that day, and then went on a 10 game winning streak, and as you said, um, took out Canberra in the first first semi final uh, game in front of a full house. The 
three in a row, four houses in Newcastle. So, look, I can understand why they've done what they've done. I mean, O'Brien essentially has been at the club for four years now and he's made the semis three times. Uh, he had that one bad year, um, what, in 2022. Um, mm. But he's done a good job and obviously he has the players on side. The club's confident that he's got the players on side and... Um, you know, they can see a way forward with him and, and uh, good luck to him because he's one of the, well, they're all hardworking, but he's, there's no one that works harder in the, in the game as a coach than Adam O'Brien. And as you well know, in the Newcastle and Hunter region, you have to get, you have to get the entire town, you have to get the city on side as well. And, and has Adam O'Brien done that um, with the team that he's got, with the, the, the punches that he's copped along the way and with the performances that he's put in? Has he got the backing of Newcastle? Well, I'll throw, throw some stats at you, Matty. Um, yeah. The Knights are currently at the moment still three or four weeks away, well, three weeks, two weeks, whatever it is, away from the start of the comp. Uh, Twenty, uh, Just over 24,000 members, uh, which is 2,500 more than the record for the history of the club. So it's, um, it's 5,000 more members than they had last year. Um, and this is all off the back of what happened at the end of last season. As I mentioned, those three sellout games at the back end of, of last year at, uh, in Newcastle. So you talk about um, interest, uh, expectation. It's massive up here at the moment. Um, they've had a great uh, off-season. There's prob- no one at the club's um, carrying any injuries. Uh, they'll Basically, they'll start the season with... With a full squad, they've picked up a couple of young pommies in, in Kai Pierce, Paul and Will Price. Obviously, Jack Cogg has signed from Penrith. Um, on the downside, they've lost um, their Dom Young, the winger that scored, broke the record for the most number of tries last year. But uh, they believe they may not be able to cover him completely, but um, they've got some, some players that uh, they'll bring in there. So from a squad point of view, I think there's a lot of... Um, optimism about where, where Newcastle can go. Obviously, it's going to hinge on the fitness of their key players, Cale and Ponga. But the other thing with O'Brien, Matty, is that you know halfway through last season, there were suggestions the Knights were in salary cap problems and they you know wouldn't be able to retain their, their key players that were coming off contract. Well, they've, they've re-signed um, Jacob Safidi. Uh, Bradman Best has told his teammates that he's staying for another three years. Uh, they've re-signed Phoenix Crosland, who was a standout hooker last year. They get um, Jaden Braley back, who missed uh, the entire season, basically, bar from a couple of games early on. Um, they get him back fit and healthy, hopefully. Um, as I say, a lot of expectation, mm. a lot of uh, optimism, and um, it's reflected in those membership numbers and the fact that Newcastle believe that they'll sell out you know, a handful of games, just com- competition games, um, this season, such as the uh, expectation and the you know the optimism among the fan base. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, you've been around footy long enough, mate, but it's it still blows you away, doesn't it? Just one turnaround game, and you mentioned it there. Round eighteen, it was. It was July. They blow the Bulldogs off the park, sixty-six nil. They had the bye the next week, so they they rolled that into a guaranteed two points, and then off they went on that march. And it's amazing how. How, you know, the sliding doors moment, that could have been completely different. We might have been sitting here talking about a new coach in charge. Just just one name that you mentioned, Jack Cogger. So three doesn't go into two. So Jackson Hastings, Tyson Gamble, Jack Cogger. Who are you expecting to be the starting halves? 
Oh, look, Jackson Hastings coming off a pretty significant um, surgery. Um, he's been training. I think he's, he's back to basically virtually full fitness running with the team. So I think he'll be fit to start the season. I'll be surprised if... Look, it's going to hinge on trials too, to a certain extent, but I'll be surprised if um, Adam O'Brien doesn't start the season with Hastings and Gamble, to be honest. Um, but certainly Cog has been outstanding. I've seen a couple of the training sessions and he's been very, very impressive. So he's going to put some pressure on and um, that's the sort of pressure that players like Hastings and Gamble didn't have last season because there wasn't really anyone else that was going to tip them out if um, if they were fit. So, yeah, Cogger's going to have them under pressure and uh, hopefully it brings out the best in all three of them. That's what, what it's all about. And that's what Newcastle hasn't had in the past, Matty. They haven't had that um, depth. And they've got it in the forwards too. With you know, There'll be a couple of forwards that probably played most of last season uh, that'll miss out as well. Um, so they've got a little bit of more depth than what they've had in the past with a couple of young blokes coming through. Um, yeah, so it, it looks good. I'm, I'm not sure. The coach will have some... Uh, some headaches selection-wise before the first game if everyone's fit after the trials. Yeah. Good on you, mate. How's the weather in Newey today? Beautiful. Beautiful and wet, um, <laughs> which is wonderful because we've had, obviously, the same as you guys down there, we've had those 40-degree uh, days in the last few, few uh, well, the last, last week. So uh, a bit of rain's been lovely. Excellent. Enjoy. Thanks, Barry. Always, always grateful of your time. Thanks, Matty. Barry Tui there, um, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot involved in that, isn't it? But just just think of those numbers: twenty four thousand members, five thousand up on last year, and it could have gone so completely differently, perhaps the other way, until they get to round eighteen at a core stadium, sixty six nil against the Bulldogs. They scored eleven tries that day, and then that just turned into a winning run that led to everything at the back end of the season. They beat the West Tigers next. Then they knocked over the Storm. Then they took care of the Raiders. Then a tight one against the Dolphins. Then the Doggies again. They put another 40 points on them. Then the Rabbitohs. Then the Sharks. The Dragons. Raiders. And then they eventually uh, lost in week two of the finals to the Warriors. So it was quite a run for the Newcastle Knights and that, just one of the reasons why Adam O'Brien has been or will be re-signing and extending that deal. Matty, your Nathan Cleary-Brody analogy suggests that the team is at fault. He is saying that, look, we don't know who's at fault, but I know that there's a blue within the team. What I was saying was you take out the biggest star or one of the biggest stars that you've got in another sport and watch head office swing into action to try and make sure that that bigger star stays there. It's not their problem, but it's something that they have to fix. Now, supercars are on that, and they've been trying to do that. And Shane Howard, the CEO of supercars, has written an open letter pretty much addressing all of that. But the fact remains at this stage, the defending champ won't be in a car at the start of the season, if not the entire season, which is just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. one 300 is the open line number.